to episode 106 of Divided by Werewolves. I am one of your hosts, Brandon. With me, as always, is my fantastic brother from another mother, uh, Mr. Bounds. What's up, Mitch? How yes, you doing tonight? I'm good. How are you? I am great. Uh, we are so close to what oh. could be... Uh, I don't know. Like election day is less than a week away. More less than a week. Listen to me. Uh, <laughs> I heard somebody. No, it, I got that because I was like listening to Sirius XM on the way to the grocery store today, uh, and the guy was like, "Election day is like less than a week away," and I was like, mm, "I don't think mm-hmm. so." Like, <laughs> no, they ran that one a little early. <laughs> yeah, unless I have my dates wrong. So we're a little over a week to election day, and I. It's just such a. It's it's a lot. Uh, so I'm not sure what's going to happen. I don't know what's going to happen in between election day. My hope, my hope is that when I go to bed Tuesday night, I'll know what I'm waking up to. Uh, yeah. I knew last election going to bed Tuesday night, what I was going to wake up to, but I like was hoping against hope. That wasn't yeah. the case. Uh, my hope is that because I think the more we know the night of election day, the less chances of fuckery there are. But that being sure. said, so uh, I got to say on the topic of that, man, this is like it, for all of my, you know, trips around the, the moon or whatever, or trips around the sun for this, this existence of mine. This is the most WrestleMania I can ever remember a, a presidential election being. I think like, that this is I, I have I've said this before and you know I try not to be hyperbolic but I I genuinely believe that you know I was born in 1972 I genuinely believe this is the probably the most consequential election in my yeah. lifetime and and I hope I hope this is it like I hope like <laughs> 10 oh, God. years from now, it's not. But I, I genuinely feel like it's we're, <laughs> we are at a tipping point in this country. And yeah. and who we elect next will determine a, 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 sig- a significant change in direction for where the country goes. Um, yes. I've, I've been pretty clear as to who I'm for. I hope it goes that direction. I am not calling this one in the bag um, at, oh, by no. any stretch of the imagination and and I agree with you like it's it's a crazy it is a crazy it's been a crazy election it's been crazy to see um the differences between the candidates it's funny because I read this article in the Washington Post where they said like you know that you know undecided voters are like you know uh, you know they're kind of unique but also like incredibly hated and and i i my take on undecided voters is they're just waiting for like the new york times to write a profile on them exactly um, and like right. in 2008 election uh david sedaris had a quote where he said like you know it's like if you're on a plane and they came by and they said well you can either have chicken or you can have a pile of dog shit with broken glass sprinkled on it and you ask well how is the chicken cooked and i would take that a step further to say that this election it's like you the plane is on its way to crash and they come by and they say well we have a parachute or an anvil and you're like well what colors the parachute like i genuinely feel like that's where we are and so anybody who's undecided at this point like i don't i I genuinely do not get it but 
I will say, whatever your party affiliation is, whoever you plan on voting for, whether you figured it out or not, please vote. Like I, mm-hmm. you know, I, I don't, I, I think that ab- ab- above who you vote for, the sanctity of your vote is is the most important thing. So if you are voting by mail, <laughs> send that shit in. <laughs> <laughs> because yep. you need to make sure that it gets there because different states have different rules as to whether it needs to be postmarked by election day, received by election day. So just if you're voting by mail and you haven't sent your ballot in, send your ballot in. If you can participate in early voting, participate in early voting, you know, but still lines have been long. Make sure you have everything that you need. If you see any sort of fuckery at the election site and that's from either side, you know, call it out, call your, uh, your election supervisors, make sure they know. And then if you're waiting until you, until the election day, plan on being there all day, because most likely, depending on the state, you will be. But most importantly, whether you're from one side or the other side, or you're a third party, or you're going to write my name in, which would be great, because I'd be an amazing president, uh, <laughs> vote. Vote. And, and more importantly, if you are energized for this election because you think that there are super important things that are at stake, remember this. For two years from now at the midterms, four years from now from the next election, anytime there's a local election, anytime, it doesn't matter whether it's county commissioner, uh, uh, state, senate, it doesn't matter. This level of engagement, if you have it and you feel that fire under you to make sure that your voice is heard and policies that you care about are enacted, don't fucking forget it. Yep. Because... When we forget it and we let our foot off the gas, that's when folks start coming in because I tell you right now, and I there's no like anybody who's listening to our show knows how I feel. The next guy who comes in wanting to move us into a full on authoritarian state, he's not gonna be so fucking stupid about it. He's gonna look mm. good. He's gonna be he's gonna be uh fucking uh 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 Oh shit, Michael Sheen there uh in 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 um uh what's the movie? Uh they made a TV show about it uh with with Dave, with Anthony Michael Hall. It's a Stephen King book. Um Oh, the dark could, half? No, 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 where he could see shit when he touched people. Oh, uh um The Dead Zone. The Dead Zone. That's going to be the next guy. All smiles and kissing babies and not saying the the quiet parts out loud. And Mm. so if you feel engaged and fired up, you need to keep that fire and you need to remember that the only way we can make sure that our elected officials are accountable to us is that we make our voices heard. And that's calling your senators, calling your congresspeople, state level, local people. It's work, but it's worth it. So what? Mm -hmm. do not feel like whoever gets elected on Election Day, do not feel like you can keep your foot off the gas one fucking bit because these motherfuckers on either side of the aisle, they will make sure they will try to take advantage of you in as many ways as they can. And the only way to make sure they don't is that we are active participants in this democracy. And that's all I'll say as you write out your (laughs) missive, your manifesto. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) 
All right, so um, we're, we're changing up the format of the show a little bit. Uh, so uh, as part of our format change, so like Mitch, what have, what is some what what stuff that you've kind of been into uh, since we last spoke? Yeah, so I, I I can't remember if I kind of touched on it a little bit last show or not, but I'm man, I am full on into like trying to make the most of my favorite time of the year. I've been watching a fuck ton of movies, old new first time watches, rewatches, stuff like that. So I've been like full on into like all these like spooky season movies and stuff like that. Uh, I got a kick ass Blu-ray of haunt from Ronan oh, shit. Ronan films uh, this uh, week. I haunt, haunt was both of our, both on both of our uh, 2019 top 10 lists yeah yeah oh, i was yeah. actually gonna I, watch I, that this week because halloween well, right around the corner yeah i was gonna say when we're done i'm probably gonna put this blu-ray in but it, it came in this box and it's like it was 50 bucks and it which is hilarious because i was i had finally kind of given up on haunt getting like a decent blu-ray release here that i could like get because like there was one that was like not from our region uh, and I finally broke down and ordered the, the DVD and I, I swear to God, like two weeks later, they announced this Blu-ray and I was like, well, <laughs> fuck me. So, so I ordered it, but it, it comes like I had this package when I got home the other day and I was like, I didn't order anything this size. Like I was expecting the Blu-ray to come in. Um, and I, obviously I knew when I ordered it, what was included, but I had no idea it was going to come in this like big ass, like badass box, mm-hmm. but you open this box and like the first thing is the haunt Blu-ray, and it's like lift here for the the extra material, like bonus stuff or whatever, right? So, so you pull it out, and there's like there's six enamel pins. There's a a map from the the haunt that they go to, nice. like an actual map. There's like four posters, these cards. Like this is a legit release, and I was they, so they excited did it, they for did that. They did it right. It's a great they movie. It was so worth the fifty bucks, and I was kind of, I was kind of like, I don't know, but then it was like, well, the movie, the just the, the Blu-ray and plus six enamel pins, that's fifty dollars easy because enamel pins are ten bucks a pop usually, right? Right. I stopped buying them because they're ridiculous, but I thought, well, Blu-ray plus. I six usually of those. don't buy pins because I'm not a seventh grader with a backpack. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah, I'm, I am. So that's <laughs> no, and that's not a dig at you. I just I don't understand pins. Like when the when the um, uh, the Super Mario pin set like sold mm-hmm. out in like negative fifteen seconds, you had to go back mm-hmm. in time to actually have your order go through. I was like, right. A <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, it's all it takes is one thing to get popular, and all of a sudden it's yep. it's in every it's like it's in gaming culture, it's in horror culture, it's in every culture, right? Yep. Uh, and I am helpless. To the horror culture more so than any other. So once you start making Friday the Thirteenth stuff, I'm like, fuck my life. Yeah. Now I'm buying pins, I guess. <laughs> but uh, but it, but no, that uh, so I was super stoked to get that, and I'm excited to watch that movie. And then the other thing that I've been like obsessed with, like hopelessly addicted to, is Maneater. Uh, it's not <laughs> Destiny. Yep, it's, it's gonna shock the shit out of everybody. But it's a great, I, I it's finished, a great game. Uh, uh, it, I, I, it punches way above its weight, and it and it no does shit, so man. really well. It, uh, it it's I enjoyed the couple of hours I spent on it when it first came out because I bought it you know like the week it came out digitally and uh, uh, and then as as I am wants to do Destiny overtook because that's again my happy place. It's when I'm unhappy. Destiny is what I kind of sink myself into. Um, but but for the past 
at least week, maybe week and a half. I finished um, Thus Little Lost. I got all that stuff done. Uh, and I was like, you know, I just want to play something else. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, so I so I thought, well, since it's October, I'm going to uh, download some things to the, the Xbox in the bedroom and, and, and just play some video games and stuff. And my assumption was that I would finish Blair Witch and uh, – Blair Witch was slightly larger than Maneater, and it ended up installing first. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Well, I'll play Maneater," and I haven't been able to stop. <laughs> yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, they definitely they they kind of perfected that that loop uh, in that in that game of you know you know eat some fish, go do a thing, get bigger, yeah. get more powers. Eat some fish, go do a thing, get bigger, get more powers. And when when you get kind of late game and like the the hunters show up. Uh, it gets a little annoying, but if you if you kit mm. your shark out well enough to where you're just like this fucking spiral of death and destruction, like knocking just completely annihilating boats, it just becomes super fun. Yeah, yeah and that's kind of that's kind of what I like honestly passively did, like because I I ate license plates and uh, caches and you know did all the minutia. And my shark is like so leveled up, and I've hardly touched story content or the hunters. That, that, and stuff. That's how I do that. That's how I played it too. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm having a fucking ball, just wrecking shit. <laughs> and it gets better because you'll get to areas where you 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 go back to being kind of the the low fish on the totem pole, and then mm. you, you kind of upgrade, and then and then you kind of get back into that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Nice. Cool. Very good. Uh, well, for me, so um, let's see. So Ghost of Tsushima, which is my, you know, is currently the number tied with Hades for my game of the year. You know, they got a massive update where they included co-op and, and, and uh, two-player co-op, four-player uh, kind of horde mode, and then raids. And I'm looking forward to hopefully playing co-op with it uh with with someone at some point but they added new game plus uh a, a bunch of quality of life improvements including loadouts which i've been asking for for a while and the loadouts make things oops sorry <laughs> message on my phone that's our discord um um uh, just you can apply different charms to different armor sets so if you are going with the 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 ranged focused armor set you can have ranged focused charms if you're going with the stealth focused armor set you can have stealth focused charms even to the point where you can like make sure each armor set has its own sword kit because i get i get that detailed with the colors i need to make sure everything matches oh hell yeah um and it's a huge improvement and then uh so new game plus they they added um these things are called ghost flowers and um you know completing objectives in the game gets you ghost flowers and then you can buy new charms one of which is you can like charm dogs and the dogs will fight for you and these dogs are like fucking invulnerable like they are just like incapable nice. of dying um so I've been playing that as I wait for um, Watchdog Legions uh, to come out because I had finished the Mafia Definitive Edition, which kind of ended ended with a with a more of a whimper than a bang. Mm. Um, and Star Wars Squadrons, I realized I didn't have any desire to play, so I kind of mm. kicked that to the curb. Um, and then when I'm not playing. Uh, Ghosts of Tsushima, I'm playing Hades, uh, which continues mm-hmm. to be my obsession. I've escaped from Hades a number of times now. Uh, I've started to get into, you know, escaping 
getting to the surface with hidden aspects of different weapons and trying to uh, fill out the faded prophecy list. And um, I, I even like I don't watch YouTube. That that I know that's kind of more your thing, but I watched the full yeah. no clip series on making Hades, and mm. it was fucking fantastic. Um, but I just I love this game. It's it's nice. I, I I just I I play it and it's it it's it's amazing. And if you um, so Tom Chicksite quarter three has two amazing pieces. Uh, Bruce Garrick wrote a piece on Hades and then Tom wrote a piece on Hades. They're both fantastic for different reasons. I highly recommend, um, that you go and read them. Um, but yeah, like I'm, I'm just all about like playing Hades and just like trying different things and, and, and different boons and different builds and just kind of seeing, you know, what happens and seeing where the story takes me. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I started watching um, The Haunting of Bly Manor. Um, mm, yeah, I haven't started yet. I've only gotten I one. Need to. Yeah, I've only gotten one episode into it. Like, I was a huge fan of Haunting Hill House. Um, oh, yeah. We're big, we're big Mike Flanagan fans on the show. Yes, absolutely. Um, yes. So I've, I've kind of been looking forward to this. And then, um, but I also, like, I'm not sure I want to kind of binge it because I kind of did that with Haunting Hill House. And then I got to the episode about the. Um, what's a the breakneck girl or whatever the bent the bent neck lady bent neck lady whatever. and that fucking yeah. wrecked me for like two days yes. so i was like yeah oh, that was tough man uh, <laughs> maybe maybe we'll take this one um a little more measured um so yeah um but um and, and then i've just kind of been you know trying to catch up on different halloween movies and no, nothing too like spectacular um Okay, so uh, as I mentioned before, um, as we're, we're we're kind of shuffling up the format of the show a little bit, where we're gonna kind of talk more about movies uh, uh, to start, and then um, you know if we have uh, kind of games and stuff that we've been playing and we really want to get into, uh, we'll, we'll we'll take a break after we talk about movies and then kind of get into that. Um, you know, this week I think we're we're still kind of keeping on uh, with the stuff we've been doing. You know, except for the stuff we just kind of talked about. But as we get into uh, the fall and 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 more games and stuff start coming out, uh, you know, definitely yeah. uh, we'll new kinda, systems. <laughs> yeah, new systems. Right. We'll get we'll get have more to say about that. I'm still. I I will say though, I'm still kind of like on the fence. Like I got the email from GameFly where they're like, oh, if you want to pay eight hundred dollars to buy a PS5 with a bunch of, with a bunch of other shit you probably don't want, we'll get we you know yeah. we got the hookup. And I'm like, eh. I like I it's like if I could get I I'm kind of like keep going back and forth. Like if I could find a pre order for a PS5 that's just the PS5, would I pull the trigger on it? And I say that I won't because I've already got the the series X somewhat locked in, but at the same time, mm. I also know me, and I'm weak, and I probably <laughs> would. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, it's new, and it's funny because I had a conversation with my wife, and she was like, "Well, why do you want the Xbox? Does it have like new games coming out, or is it just like shiny and new?" And she's like, "It's totally fine if it's shiny and new. Like that's a you know." legitimate valid and i was like yeah no it's that one but you know then you kind of read the previews about some of the quality of life improvements Mm. and you're like that sounds fucking great right like to just be able to to pop into something and load times being super you know oh yeah like the 
the most impressive thing I've seen through any of this shit for either one of the systems is watching somebody boot up Destiny 2 oh and go God. from go from the press A to play to the tower in fucking 80 seconds. Are Holy you fucking shit. kidding me? You know how much of my <laughs> life I'll get back? Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and it'll be interesting to hear now that like you know folks have have been receiving PS fives like their impression on things. Like mm. we've already kind of seen the Series X takes, but you know now we'll start getting uh, kind yeah. of the, the, the PS five takes. So, uh, but you know, new console season. I mean, the reality is, if you're smart, you just you wait a while. If you're oh, smart, sure. you wait an entire generation, and then you can get the new shit like super say, yeah. uh, cheap, but. You know, I'm not smart, so. No, me neither. <laughs> well, you know, uh, yeah, uh, it's there's just something about kind of having, you know, the the stuff and 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 you know, unboxing. Well, like it and, uh, as we are not PC players, this is a, a big deal for us. Yeah, you know, as console kids, like this is what we get excited about. So, right, there's nothing wrong with being excited about it. No, absolutely not. Uh, I think it's just I think it's just one of those things where like for both systems I mean the launch games are just kind of like okay but that's launch games right and exactly. then when, and then when Sony came around and they're like oh yeah like you can play Miles Morales on the PS5 or you can play it on the PS4 and I'm like um okay like yeah, <laughs> well I already I have know. one of those things <laughs> right <laughs> uh, okay. So, let's see. So, we have two, uh, well, no, three movies we want to talk about tonight. Two of yeah. them I've seen. Uh, one of them only Mitch has seen. So, Mitch texted me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have anything against Adam Sandler as a person. I just don't enjoy his work is probably the best way to say it. Um, gotcha. Uh, so, Mitch texted me and was like, yeah, we could talk about these movies. Like Hubie Halloween. And I, I believe my response was like, over my fucking dead body. Like, I am not watching that yeah. movie <laughs> at all. Period. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, but, but you, you watch. Now, is, is, is Hubie a thing? Like, has he been in other movies or is he from like no. a skit? Like, this isn't, as far as I know, it's a brand new character. Uh, uh, of his, uh, I don't. This this movie uh, is very much uh, a Halloween uh, uh, wrapped love letter to every every Happy Madison movie. So much so that like just about everyone who's ever been in one has a part of some sort in this movie. Okay, so it's like a um, it's like a it's like it's like Jane Pi- Silent Bob Strike Back. Basically, for, for yes. the for the Sandler verse, yes. yes, for the yes for for Happy Madison, yes, yeah, that is a very good uh, comparison. Uh, um, but yeah, Hubie is a, a a new character, and this movie is just it's. I watched a few things lately, and and while I enjoyed them for what they were, I couldn't help but wonder who the fuck this movie was made for. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Hubie was one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, it's way more Waterboy than I expected. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he, he plays very much a character who's uh, gently not completely there mentally, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and, and most of the jokes play to that uh, to some degree or another. But but Hubie is a guy who lives in this town, uh, Salem. They never come out and say it's 
Salem Mass, but I, mm-hmm. my assumption is that it's Salem Mass. Sure. Uh, and he is the self-appointed uh, Halloween monitor. Oh, okay. And he, he goes out. Halloween's his favorite holiday, and he's he's all about it. He goes to the to the high school and, and uh, does like a um, they go to like this uh, I don't know not seminar but like you know like when you get called for a, a to the auditorium and there's like a thing like mm-hmm. somebody comes and talks to you and stuff like that the word is escaping me but he goes like, the assembly yeah, yeah assembly goes to yep. an assembly at the high school and he's dressed as in this horrible he's dressed as a ghost but like the the bed sheet he's wearing is his own bed sheet and has like piss stains on it oh and so they're they're throwing shit at him and it's just the worst thing ever but like the the his message is is one of genuine concern and wanting everybody to be safe on halloween and stuff like that uh but he's pretty much universally hated by the town like he he rides a bike everywhere and like they throw shit at him and it's like one of the running gags in the movies every time he's on his bike like varying like levels of things are being thrown at him like starts <laughs> off as like eggs and rocks and stuff and by the end they're fucking throwing bricks and like grenades and shit like it's it's so stupid but I couldn't help but laugh at like how it progressed from the way it started to right. like all the way through um, but like it's such a Halloween movie, man. It's like, it's so Halloween. It's like everything that I love about Halloween was in it. Mm-hmm. And, and if I kind of felt like it was supposed to be aimed at like a younger audience, but, uh, and, and the, the story is like, of course he's doing his Halloween thing and stuff, but there are people that are actually being killed in his town on Halloween. Wow. And it starts, it starts with like an escape from mental asylum and, you know, the movie kind of makes you think it's kind of like a whodunit, like who, because it, it kind of like Steve Buscemi's in it. And you kind of think maybe it's his character. And then there's this another guy that you keep seeing and who he is is like a reveal later. And it was pretty cool or funny or whatever. And and, uh, and then but there's actual like somebody who's like, what, well, at least what it appears to be actually murdering people. And Hubie's mm-hmm. like really not smart, but he's the only one on the case. And like. Like at one point he thinks one of the characters is a werewolf and then he, he chases this like uh, German shepherd into a, a haunted house and he's like chasing it, trying to catch it and shit like that. He's just real stupid. Mm-hmm. But like what he thinks is happening is really happening. He's just so dumb. He doesn't he kind of and people like think he's just being an idiot because he's who he is. Right. Um. But like it's it's just one of these things like it's so Halloween. It's perfect. Season, but. It's like, and I and I kind of feel like it's the sense of humor from he and his his friends and like you know other uh, actors that he like typically makes these movies for, mm-hmm. in that they very much feel like they should be meant for like small children. Yeah, but some of the jokes are a little too much. Right. For small kids. Right. And I think it's just because he and his friends have such juvenile senses of humor. Right. But then I wonder who who is this movie for? Because like. It, it's what, so what juvenile. Small kid knows who Adam Sandler is in the first place. That, but like, okay, but like his his mom, for instance, in this movie wears a series of T-shirts, and it's like, I I think they don't give little kids enough credit. Mm-hmm. He thinks they it's like they won't get the joke, but the mm-hmm. adults, you know how Shrek perfectly walks that line. Yeah, where it's like Shrek is hilarious to both kids and adults. Right, and I think that 
they might think they're doing that, but I think they discredit how smart younger kids are because like yes. <laughs> his mom wearing a shirt that says like kayaking gets me wet. Yeah. That's like a little much yeah. for an eight year old. Right. Right. It's also too stupid for somebody my age to like think is really funny. So it's like that's my one thing. I was like, I'm not sure who this was for, but at the end of the day, I, I did enjoy it. You know, some of the things were I, well, it, I, I it rolled was my eyes Netflix. at most of it. It, it was yes. for it was yes. it was for I know contractual I know. commitments. To no, Netflix I know, I know, and, and Adam Sandler getting paid a fucking shit ton of money. <laughs> yeah, I know, but it's just you know it's the tone. I was like, is this yeah. a kids movie? Is it not? Because if it's not, it's real fucking stupid. But if it is, it's a little much in some parts. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but I didn't hate it, and I, you know, I, I thought it. it it's very much like a, a love letter to my favorite time of year. And I just kind of wish it had gone full in on one way or the other. Yeah. 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 No, well, that's understandable. Like, I mean, there's, there's plenty of like, kind of, I don't feel good is the right word, but like, you know, um, like trick or treat, I think is a great movie for Halloween, even though it's an anthology because it, it's kind of wrapped up in all of the things we love about yes, about yes, Halloween, right? Like mm-hmm. like like Haunt we like as a Halloween movie because it's just it's it's just well done. But it's like mm. you know you know this kind of idea of going to like um, you know large scale haunted houses is not necessarily something that you know kind of everybody does. But this this idea of like you know taking your kids, getting them dressed up, going door to door, that type of thing. You know that's kind of like. Um, you know the the quintessential Halloween experience. So, right. I, I mean, I, I I get that. You know, for me, um, I mean, I gave him a chance on Uncut Gems, and I think, like, you know, I think if you want to watch Uncut Gems, I would say don't and watch Good Time instead, mm. <laughs> because it's a yeah. it's an infinitely better movie by the same people. Um, I I just was like, I'm not an Adam Sandler fan, like mm. at all, and then. You know, I watched Uncut Gems, and I was, like, just very mad at myself at, at the end of that movie <laughs> for having yeah. watched it. So I was like, nope, you know what? You and Netflix, you go be happy together. Yeah. I want no part of it. Well, I will say, I, I don't watch everything he's done for Netflix. I've seen one or two of the things, but uh, it. I have to say, this is my favorite uh, of what I have seen. I think his his kind of marriage to Netflix and the things that have come out of that, most of it's been pretty bad. Yeah. Uh, and, and this at least, uh, you know, I, I didn't hate. So. Right. Right. All right. So what do you want to talk about first? We have two movies uh, that we're going to talk about this week. Um, Mortuary Collection and mm-hmm. Wolf of Snow Hollow, uh, both of which you can watch uh, right now. Wolf of Snow Hollow is streaming on all of your favorite streaming services. And uh, Mortuary Collection is a Shutter exclusive. So mm-hmm. if uh, you don't have a Shutter subscription, which what are you doing with your life? If you don't have a Shutter subscription, uh, you should get one. Uh, what what would you like to talk about first? Uh, you know, I kind of I have more to say about Wolf So Hollow than, and I, and I love both. Just spoiler mm-hmm. alert, but I think Mortuary Collection, uh, you know, wouldn't take me as long to talk about because, and, and I don't want to spoil either of them. Um, but 
Uh, I just I love Wolf Snow Hollow. <laughs> okay, well, well, why don't we we'll, we'll talk about uh, Mortuary Collection first? So, Mortuary Collection is what I'm finding to be is like my favorite Halloween type movie. It's an yeah. anthology, um, and so it's set in. It's not modern day. It's this weird kind of like fifty ish, like nineteen fifties yeah. kind of. Uh, time frame. Uh, so um, a young woman uh, played by uh, let's see, what's her name? Uh, Hannah Hannah Lloyd. Um, yes, goes to a mortuary because she sees a help wanted poster, um, and that mortuary is staffed by the legendary Clancy Brown. Clancy Brown. Clancy Brown. My man. Yeah, uh, and he plays the mortician, and so she, um, you know, sees the help wanted sign, uh, goes to talk to him, um, and then he, and then he starts. She finds a library, and this library is filled with all of these uh, stories about you know folks uh, who have come to uh, different ends and and then ended up uh, in the mortuary, and and as the night goes on. Um, she she wants to hear more and more about mm-hmm. uh, the stories of these folks, and, and Clancy Brown is is all too happy to um, uh, kind of indulge her in the tales, and so um, it. Uh, <laughs> this is gonna. Th- th- this is gonna seem like a weird thing to say. This is more scary stories to tell in the dark than it is yeah. creep show. I feel yeah. like. Uh, scary story. I feel like scary stories to tell in the dark. I thought was fucking great. Sure, especially for Same. the audience, it threaded that needle perfectly. But if scary mm-hmm. stories to tell in the dark grew up and yeah. read a couple Fangorias and then right. you know made a movie, it would be. Uh, the Mortuary Collection. So it's that same kind of like homespun, fifty-ish um, vibe, but fifties yeah. vibe, but then taken to another level of kind of gore and um, yeah, yeah, yeah. disturbing situations. Right. And, and, and it's, and, and, and the tales themselves start off fairly simple, like a 10 minute mm. tale. The first tale mm. about a, about a woman, a con woman who uh, kind of makes her way into a bathroom and, and does like anybody would do is maybe start sneaking around in the medicine cabinet. Uh, mm. That story is relatively short and then each one gets progressively more and more involved and you'll see the same actors kind of you know played in uh you know cast in the different uh stories um and uh it and this is nothing against shutter so i want to make sure that we're being clear on that some of the movies we've we've watched on shutter because they're more independent have definitely kind of felt more independent and there's nothing sure. wrong with that. This felt like an actual like like a release, like a capital mm, R. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yes. go to a theater and right. watch. And maybe it was supposed to be, and with everything that's going on. Yeah, it, it did. Uh, it came out a year or so ago and did the festival circuit and okay. was winning all these awards and stuff like that. So I think I don't know how distribution works, and, and particularly when it comes to like you know theatrical releases and stuff. But I feel like had. COVID not happened, this would have been a much larger release than Straight to Shudder. Not nothing against Shudder again. Right, but, but it, it felt, I mean, <laughs> and I don't know how to put this without, I, I don't want to make it seem like 
look, we're going to, next show, we're going to review some more smaller scale movies in there. I do not sleep on them. Um, yeah. Uh, but this felt like just, you can tell. There's something about the, the, the way the credits are put together and everything where it's like there was, you know, this was a, a capital M uh, yeah. type of movie. Um, yeah. But, you know, I, I, I loved it. There was the, the second tale about the, <laughs> the, um, the, the, the fraternity guy who, who yes. kind of preaches a good game about, about women's choice. And then kind of uh, when he's having an intimate encounter with a woman, decides to kind of go against that. And, and what happens yeah. to him as a result, I thought was fucking yeah. fantastic. Yeah, um, I agree. The, um, the, 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 their twist on the, uh, you know, babysitter being attacked by the escaped mental yeah. patient was fantastic. Um, I called it. No, did you really? Like, I did not. Yeah, I, I did not. I was disappointed in that. I, like, I'm okay. not going to spoil it, but yeah. It, well, it, you're it, you're more you're you're way more educated in these things than I am. I was kind I'm of just, waiting to see like what it was, and then I kind of yeah. caught on like partway through, but I didn't call it at the beginning. But it it's still like you know I mean and everybody does a fantastic job that there's like plenty of um, of atmosphere and um, the the different stories um, you know they kind of yeah. run the gamut um, and it's just a good it's a it's it's a good solid Halloween anthology to add yep. to your probably yeah. already overstuffed right uh, collection <laughs> right like this is definitely yeah. something where. Especially, and I and I'm not like I'm not saying this is an insult, but like when you're if you're trying to like get your kids into horror and they are watching, you know, they're kind of like scary stories to tell in the dark. Is you know they kind of graduate from them, you know, aside yes. from one or two scenes. I feel like you could be like, oh, okay, See, right, like, exactly. Like it's not like VHS, right? Like we're not. Let's not go right. like full-on child services right, is right, coming right, to the right, home right. because of what they told their high school teacher, like their history teacher, right? Like, <laughs> you know, like, like, but this, I feel like this is a yeah. good extension of that because there are some stories that start off and they're, you know, kind of tame and then yeah. some of them not so much. Um, well, see, and that's, that's kind of what happened to me. I was like, I was watching this and I was like, oh my God. I was like, I was so excited because I was like, man, I can't, I want to watch this with the kids. And then, and then you're like, no. <laughs> and then the frat one happened and I was like, well, I'm not watching this with kids. Like, yeah. Yeah. I was like, damn it. <laughs> yeah. And it, it wasn't even that graphic because like the scene was like, you know, it wasn't in focus. It focused on something else, which I also don't want my kids to watch, but I was just like, Oh, it was. Yeah. But then the one scene man. that was in focus, that was yeah. very clear. <laughs> as yeah. To, as to what was going on. Right, right, right. Yeah, um, yeah. It, it was a heartbreaker uh, of a scene, and it didn't come that far into it. But like the way it started, I was like, "Oh my god!" I was so excited, and I was like, mm, "No." <laughs> yeah, and and I I like I, I mean I like movies like this where they are not kind of beholden to a certain time period. Like they kind of play fast and loose with things um, in order to, you know, kind of what what fits their narrative like you know not everything has to 
have a one-to-one with a particular time period. I think it's fine to take bits and pieces from kind of different oh, yeah. different times and play with it. And that that's one of the things I liked the most about it was that it wasn't like you couldn't say for certain. Well, well this is you know this this decade, you know. But sure. it, it 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 had. Um, I think the kind of the fifties vibe allowed almost a certain like kind of innocence to it. Yeah. Um, that then gets turned completely on its head, like as you progress further into it. Um, but um, it's like the, it's like the, uh, I know everything for me is a Batman reference, but it's like it, it, this kind of thing makes me think of like the animated series or or even Burton's Batman where it's like, it's this modern until you see like the cars or like the certain things and you're like, wait, what, when is this? And it doesn't matter when it is. It's fucking good because it's fucking good. It doesn't matter. It doesn't have to fit into like own particular, you know, uh, time period. Yeah. It's timeless. Yeah. That's a, that's a perfect example. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, and then I, I found the ending like, totally satisfying like oh yeah but i, I mean clancy him. brown i mean he's just such a joy to watch like he's just so he much is. fun. he's got that voice like that distinctive voice i mean he's just man when he goes he just goes for it like he yeah. does in this movie and especially pet cemetery too yeah when he's just having a fucking ball like yeah. playing like this bonkers batshit character yeah oh, that's like that is like peak clancy brown for me like i live for these performances from him yeah yeah, so so it's a lot of fun, and like I said, it, it's currently streaming on Shutter. Um, so if you don't have a Shutter subscription, now's a great time uh, to go ahead and get one. They're doing their, you know, still in the in the middle of their sixty one days of Halloween. So, mm-hmm. um, okay, so the next one, uh, the Wolf of Snow Hollow, as we mentioned before, it is currently streaming, uh, basically, you know, kind of wherever you get um, streaming services. So this one. I honestly did not know where it was going, but I will say that I had such a huge kind of silver bullet vibe from it because I was just mm. like, like I wasn't really sure like what we were going to find out. Uh, but right, right. Um, so Jim Cummings, uh, who is directed it and wrote it, uh, plays as Sheriff uh, John Marshall in a um, I'm not sure where it is, but it's like a northern town uh yeah i was i had like fargo kind of like yeah like a fargo vibe and and he's so he's kind of like he's not quite the sheriff he's living under the kind of the shadow of robert forster uh rest in peace i i to this day um jackie brown one of my yeah is probably my favorite quentin tarantino movie Mm. um and robert forster it's it's top tier for sure was fucking amazing uh in that so um, mm-hmm. Rest in peace, Robert Forster. So Robert Forster plays like the actual sheriff uh, of yeah. this this county town, however it goes down, and uh, and and Jim Cummings plays his son, who is managing um, <laughs> potent like his father, who has health issues. And I I feel this because here's what <laughs> I'm dealing with right now. I have two kids below me. Um, both of which who have their own challenges. One of which she's pretty good. Uh, she turned sixteen today. Uh, oh, nice! She, she she's good about doing her work until she decides she doesn't want to. I have a son who's hell bent on failing out of high school. I have 
uh, a f- uh, uh, I have my father and my stepmother. Uh, father was this summer dying of cancer. Apparently not anymore, but maybe we don't know. Um, and then that's going on over there. I have my sister and her husband. Uh, he's also got cancer. Uh, so we're kind of dealing with that. I have my mom who is essentially in isolation because she doesn't want to catch the COVID. And then I have my in-laws, combined age of 171, moving (laughs) down here and apparently incapable of doing anything, which falls on my wife and myself. Because you would think, even though they have two children, that my brother-in-law could do stuff, but he's busy. I have a job. My wife has a job trying to find a job. So we are homeschooling two kids, uh, managing various cancer diagnoses, uh, getting two old people moved into Florida. I feel like Jim Cummings in The Wolf of Snow Hollow because this brother is just... It's stress on stress oh. on stress. It's like Kanye, like, you know, like racks on racks on racks. It's stress on stress on right. stress. He's got his father, who is the sheriff, who has health problems. So he's dealing with that. He's got a daughter who hates him, an ex-wife who also hates him. Oh, and by the way, mm. maybe there's a werewolf. <laughs> oh, and also he's a struggling alcoholic. <laughs> yes, he is a, yes, oh, he is a struggling. I forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he is a, yeah, he is a struggling alcoholic. Not, think, not to leave me out of being able to relate to him. <laughs> I think I think your um, I think your um, kind of instincts of placing it uh, in Fargo geographically is probably dead on because uh, in terms of the uh, the writing and the characterizations, yeah. it it's it's like. Like I'm watching the current season of Fargo with Chris Rock right now. I'm not watching mm. it with Chris Rock. I would love if he was sitting next to me. That would be great. Um, mm. But um, you know, the show itself. Uh, I think honestly, I would rather watch an epi- a series. Or, sorry, a season of Fargo where they were chasing a werewolf than I would whatever right. they're doing this season. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's. I mean, it, oh, those were the immediate vibes I got. And like full full disclosure, I had not heard of this uh, until a friend of ours from the Discord, or a friend of mine uh, from the Discord that I knew from the gamer tag days, uh, not the XBLF days. Um, uh, my friend Cody just happened to mention that his a friend of his had made this movie, uh, and he thought it'd be up our alley. And I was like, all right. And then I I was like, oh, the Wolf of Sohalo. Oh shit. And so I just saw the poster. I knew nothing about the movie, mm-hmm. like at all. And uh, but yeah, like exactly what you said. I was watching this and I was like, "Shit!" I was like, "It's it's hilariously funny at times. Um, the dialogue is super snappy, uh, but it, it's it's straight up was like Fargo meets Silver Bullet for me." Yeah. And God, if that isn't in my fucking wheelhouse, like I don't know what is. Like, yeah. Ugh, I just loved it. I mean the 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 only issue that I had with it is that um you know J- Jim uh, John he plays a character named John Marshall mm-hmm. he's de- and it's like I sympathize with him but I feel like they wrote him like he's I I, I kind of find it at hard time to root for him because 
Mm, he's yeah. not handling all of the stress as well. And I get sure. that because I also don't handle all the stress. Yeah, well. I was going to say. Good My God, children man. would probably tell you, Dad, he's not. He's he he needs. Oh yeah. <laughs> I just wanted to have a drink with the dude. Like I feel. Yeah, but I feel like <laughs> I feel like unfortunately, like if you if you're gonna spend you know an hour and forty minutes or an hour and twenty five minutes, like you there has to be. It's not that you need somebody to root for, but I think I. I think sympathizing with him is a little difficult because as part of everything he's going through, he doesn't mm. handle himself well. Yeah. But well, at see, the same and for time, me, it made it easy to sympathize with the guy. <laughs> right. At the same time, I think it's definitely a more like human uh, portrayal of someone who just has Absolutely. so much on their plate. Yeah. That yeah, they're gonna snap at their coworkers. They're gonna snap at. Oh, their... that was some of the funniest stuff to me. Yeah, <laughs> like well, do your fucking job. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Especially because they did feel like a... okay. So if you think maybe there's a werewolf, like for yeah. anyone who is investigating a crime scene, most likely werewolf is not going to come to at the right. top of the list. Right. Right. And it's not, it's not that they were incompetent. It's just like the evidence kept pointing towards that. And he yeah. was trying to be rational. Right. Exactly. Was just like, yeah, exactly. it was driving him nuts. Like, right. And, <laughs> and he's like, well, you know, it's a wolf. And they're like, no, you know, or whatever. Or like, or like, you know, the, 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 the voice, you know, or not the voice. God damn it. The, the job, you know, uh, casts seem like it's a giant wolf, but yeah, right. you know, pulled him out of a car or whatever, and he's just like, that yeah. can't be like. So he's just you know trying to solve this thing, but yet at the same time, it keeps pointing him to this thing that can't right. possibly be real. So this right. is adding to this feeling, like you know, and that's the problem, right? Like when you're under like a lot of stress, you have a lot going on. You you start to doubt like am I like am I going nuts like yes. because there's no way that this could be happening there's no way you're right. telling me you know what's what's happening right now so and I think that's kind of like where they went for me they just like it was I found it at times a couple things one I found that like they that it was a little difficult to sympathize with him but mm. also. Um, you know, the movie wanted the viewers to potentially go in different directions as yes. to yes. kind of yes. what the werewolf was. Yes. And I felt like that was unnecessary. I felt like it just kind of like muddied the water somewhat. Mm, um, okay. Yeah, and, I can see that. I can see that. Because there were times, honestly, where I thought it sort of was trying to point to him being the werewolf yeah, and stuff like that. Yeah, because at one point, like, they're like, oh, like, this idea of werewolfism just came about because it was just men who were, like, filled with you're, anger and they couldn't handle right. being away from their wives. And he's mm. like, well, he's in a contentious relationship with his ex-wife. And I was like, I don't want him to be the werewolf. Like, yeah, yeah, I yeah. don't want that at all. Like, that's when would And he- it didn't help that, like, Jim Cummings himself has, like, these, like, pronounced canine teeth. <laughs> Yes, he does. Like, Holy shit. And his yeah. ears are kind of pointy. Yeah, but would like, you get that Wait. shit filed down, homie? Like, what is going on here? Yeah, I know. Uh, several times. And even even when it made... 
it physically did not make sense because of the timeline and what happened. I still was like, are they going to try to do that? And also, but, like, you would know if you were a werewolf. Like, you would know. Yeah. You'd be like, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. right. Like, right. I mean, I guess for him, they were trying to do the whole, like, well, no. maybe, you know, he... Well, I guess got drunk and got bit by a werewolf, or maybe like if, 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 had he fallen off the wagon, then yeah. I guess you could potentially because we've all been there. You know, you could potentially try to to excuse the waking up balls naked and not knowing where the fuck you are or what you did. But <laughs> right. <laughs> right, right, right. But he was he had not fallen off the wagon for most of the movie, so you couldn't really do that. Yeah. Um. But no, I man, and I will say, uh. No spoilers for the ending, but this had the best looking on screen werewolf I've seen. It was in really years. good. Years. And it years. Was, and I and just I, wanted to see more of it. And, <laughs> and I mean, I feel like they they um uh they accomplished a lot with the practical effects. Mm-hmm. Which is nice to see. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because 100. nowadays if you watch a werewolf movie, you'll be like, okay, it's gonna be some like CGI bullshit and I'm gonna be able mm-hmm. to see the again, I don't I don't, you know, whatever. Yeah. But, um, but no, this was, it was, it was, and even, um, the, the scene where he figures out what's what, I thought that was fucking great. The, the, the kind of the physicality of, um, uh, the actor who, who played, uh, alongside him. Um, and I don't want to, I don't want to say the name of the actor because I want to spoil it, but I will say, that uh, Jimmy Tatro, who is in this movie, uh, and if you um, loved American Vandal on Netflix as much as yeah, I yeah. loved American Vandal <laughs> on Netflix, you will recognize uh, Jimmy Tatro. Uh, he plays like mm-hmm. the 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 boyfriend of one of the first victims, and and also yeah. so he you know immediately becomes like the um, the the uh, the suspect. He was fucking great, and it just yeah. made me sad that like American Vandal didn't get another uh, season also, on Netflix. Uh, Another thing that he's phenomenal in, and he has like a very, very brief bit part, uh, is in uh, that little Dicky video, the Chris, the Chris Brown Freaky Friday video. Mm. He he goes up to little Dicky in a restaurant with his girlfriend at the start because he recognizes them, and his girlfriend's like, "I don't know who that is," and he's like, "You know, because little Dicky, you know, little Dicky, he's like a comedy rapper guy. He's really talented." I don't, that show, I don't Dave? fuck with Chris Brown. That guy's an asshole. So if it's Do I know that? Chris but Brown, I don't. But Dickie's not Chris Brown. Yeah, it's no, like, I, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not hip to the YouTubes like you are. That's it. <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> that show Dave that's on like FX. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. So Dickie is the guy that's Dave. He's a, he's a, a rapper and he's very okay. talented. He's his his songs are fucking hilarious. Mm-hmm. But so. And so uh, Jimmy Tatro uh, goes up to him in a restaurant at the start of that video, and he's introducing him to his girl. He's like, oh, are you a little dicky? And he's like, yeah. And, like, his girl's like, I don't know who that is. And he's like, he's like, oh, he's a rapper. She's like, oh. And he's like, well, he's not like a rapper rapper. You know, he's like, <laughs> he's a funny rapper. He's all, like, talking about his dick and shit. And, <laughs> and Dickie's sitting there like, oh, thanks, bro, or something like that. It's fucking hilarious. Mm-hmm. And like that's the first thing I went to was that, but yeah. I had completely forgotten about American Vandal. <laughs> yeah, American the first season of American Vandal is fucking fantastic. Yes, it's it was fucking yeah. fantastic, and it came out at right the right time when Making a Murderer came out, and they were no, trying to make this serious. About that. Yeah, this serious season about know. people who were drawing. I thought it was dicks. real. Yeah, 
I thought it was real because I didn't watch uh, so the, the serial killer thing. Yeah. So I'm sitting there watching this shit and I'm like, there's no way this is real. I was like, this is not real. Yeah. I had no idea it wasn't real. I thought they were really doing a documentary about a guy who was spray painting dicks on everything. Yeah. That show is fantastic. And it, you know, unfortunately, as we've now kind of found out, it kind of fits the Netflix model where they, you know, mm. kind of do two seasons and then uh, pull the plug. Um, yeah. One thing I will say, and this is where, like, if you kind of, like, it's no surprise that we're, we're kind of a fan of this if you kind of follow the DNA uh, of this. So Jim Cummings was a producer um, on Cretia, uh, which is one of my uh, favorite mm. movies, uh, which is a horror. It's kind of called a horror movie. It's only a horror movie if you've ever had a family gathering with someone who is either an alcoholic or recovering alcoholic. Mm. Um, it's, it's a great movie to watch. Um, but the, um, the, uh, writer director is Trey Edward Schultz Mm. and Trey Edward Schultz, um, did one of our favorite movies, uh, from 2017 was it comes at night. Mm -hmm. Um, so, you know, Wolf of Snow Hollow, even though it's not nearly the same type of thing, like, you know, there's those connections uh, yeah. to these these movies that, that you and I have well, have really enjoyed over the past few years. Yeah, yeah. Uh, apparently, yeah he also uh, directed a movie called Thunder Road, which is apparently also yep. very good. Yep. Uh, and I haven't seen. So that's like high on my list to track down uh, after how much I love this one. So Yeah, and I need to see Waves. Like, Treasure Schultz did Waves, and that, that's got a lot mm. of like, really good people in it, okay. including... Um, I want to say, yeah, Sterling Brown is in it. Oh, okay, nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I need to look at so, that too. Um, but um, yeah, it's uh, you know even you know kind of it, it's not a great time to go to see movies, but it's still right. a great time to watch movies. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so uh, you know, definitely. Um, check out these two uh or these three like if you're an adam sandler like i i know i'm kind of like on the outs in terms of like adam sandler's appeal um sure but um well i mean the the, the easiest way to say it is like you know and 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 i have my opinions on on uh, his movies uh because i love happy gilmore uh i like billy madison the water boy is okay uh hubie halloween is very much the water boy with a, a halloween uh coat of paint on it so, right, right. It's uh, that Sandler. <laughs> right, right. Um, so, but, uh, you know, as we said before, so Hubie Halloween is currently available on Netflix. Uh, Mortuary Collection um, is available on Shudder. And uh, Wolf of Snow Hollow is available for, you know, kind of purchase or rent on all of your, you know, whatever, YouTube, Amazon Prime, all that good stuff. Um mm-hmm. All right, so we are kind of going a little bit outside the grain. Uh, we have uh, a show coming next week uh, with two movies that we are just super excited uh, to talk about. Um, mm-hmm. So you're gonna, you don't have to wait two weeks in order to hear our uh, dulcet tones because uh, 
we uh we have a show coming for you next week uh where we're gonna uh talk about uh dark and the wicked and triggered uh which are two movies as probably far apart on the horror spectrum uh as you can get but i am just incredibly excited uh to talk about both of them um so if uh mitch if somebody wanted to find you on twitter uh let's see you are mr bones is it mr underscore mr uh, underscore bones yeah. on the twitters and then and then uh you know mitch handles all of our kind of social stuff so you can follow uh div by werewolves on uh twitter as well as mm-hmm. is that is that the same on the instagram same instagram yep, yep. same so, on the instagrams so you can hit us up on all the socials and of course i'm mr binky uh m-i-s-t-e-r-b-i-n-k-y on twitter and so if you follow us on twitter uh and the the div by werewolves account you can find out like when our shows go up but also like when we're streaming you know if you want to see kind of a new game plus run of ghost of tsushima uh you can certainly follow me and then you're uh made aware of all the times that we stream as well as uh any drunk watch shenanigans in this past Oof. friday night Woo! hope you didn't watch that <laughs> <laughs> let's just say uh, none of us will be running for office anytime soon. No. Yeah. God, no. But it was a good oh, one. And, uh, one more thing before we kind of sign off. The announcement uh, for anyone who's interested in maybe potentially hanging out with us yes. for an hour or so. Yes, on uh, Halloween, no less. On your Halloween weekend. Uh, yeah. we're. I have found uh, – uh, we talked about off – off camera, so to speak, last time about potentially doing maybe a watch along of some kind. And so I started looking at uh, how you could do that. And I found this app slash website called Cast. With a K. K K A S T. Uh, you can Google Cast TV. I think the site is castapp.com uh, or just, just, you know, look for Cast in your iPhone or your your Android phone, uh, but we're going to uh, sit down together and watch two recent YouTube fan film released uh, releases that both were fucking fantastic, both of which I've been looking forward to for a while. Um, one is called Never Hike in the Snow, which does what fans have been screaming for, for what feels like forever, uh, and it puts Jason at Crystal Lake in the winter. Uh, so is he's in the snow and uh, that one's like about a half an hour, maybe 35 minutes. It's a prequel to a fan film called Never Hike Alone, which uh, came out a couple of years ago and was also phenomenal. Uh, and that one ran an hour long. Uh, this is a, a shorter one, but it's part of a series of planned shorts. And this is going to tell one kind of story uh, at, at, as things play out. Uh, and then uh, – a YouTuber that I've watched for a while who's super into Halloween uh, made a Michael Myers uh, fan film called Happy Halloween mm-hmm. uh, that is um, in the same timeline. I'm not sure exactly when it falls for sure, uh, but it's the same timeline as Halloween uh, 18. So it's over oh, okay. mask Michael and uh, it's only 13 minutes, but good God. Are they a fucking glorious 13 minutes? Uh, so I'm going to um, I'm going to set up the lobby uh, probably around seven mm-hmm. or, or eight or so, uh, whichever day we decide. You know, we kind of do it, and and people seem to be interested in this. So if if you've not seen the social media stuff, you don't follow that. Um, you know, hit me up. 
one way or another and I'll make sure I, I'll get you the link to the lobby and we'll get everybody in that wants to be in. It holds up to 100. We won't have that many. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but we've had a surprising number of people show interest. So I'm right. excited about it. And yeah. uh, I'm really looking forward to it. And, uh, you know, unfortunately, you know, Halloween is, uh, depending on where you live, you know, if it's not curtailed. I mean, honestly, like, just yeah. however you decide to do Halloween, be safe about it. And, you know, mm-hmm. there is value in teaching your kids that sometimes things can't happen the way we hoped. But in yeah. the interest of being safe, we're going to find a different way. Right. To have a good time, and there's there's definitely value in that. It's disappointing, absolutely, but the sure. greater message of hey, these are the things that we need to do to make sure that everybody next year is here and able to celebrate mm-hmm. Halloween with us. So this is what we're going to do. So yep. uh, definitely, like hit up Mitch, you know, on the socials, find out a way that you can be involved. I'll definitely be there. Uh, I'm looking forward to it, and then we'll we'll, we'll kind of celebrate, you know, uh, Halloween as a family. Um, mm-hmm. So for myself and Mitch, thank you so much for hanging out with us tonight. We really appreciate it. This has been episode 106 of Divided by Werewolves, and uh, we look forward to spending some more time with you in the next week. Uh, So for myself and Mitch, thank you again. Good night, and have a good evening.